This is the Software and Technology Podcast, your B2B show for the best thought leadership in the industry, bringing you information, education, and inspiration, only on MarketScale. The more diversity of thought of the people working at tech companies, the better. The blockchain idea was around 91, the same idea of in the digital world, we need verifiable documents. Hey everyone, welcome to the podcast. Today I am your host, Tyler Kern, and joining me here in the Market Scale Studios is Josh Walker. He's digital marketing manager at AppCon. Josh, thanks for, so much for coming in today, man. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's Absolutely. a pleasure to be here. Yeah, hey, happy to have you here and uh, hope you've enjoyed your time here so far. Uh, we're going to dive in today and talk a little bit about network visibility and security. And so, one of the big things that has stood out to me recently when we talk about network security and data breaches and all those sorts of things is that it feels like they're happening on a more and more regular basis. Like every day you could turn on the news and find another story about a company. Is that is that actually the case? Are they happening more regularly than they used to? Absolutely. I mean, it's this digital landscape. Um, I mean, it's increasing daily. More and more data is being you know posted for sale on the dark web. And the latest stat that I have is that on average in the U.S., uh, companies being attacked up to 33 times a day. Um, and most of them don't even know that this is happening. Um, I mean, they're not all successful, obviously. Um, but I mean, there's still there needs to be preventative measures uh, to make sure that they have the visibility into their network to know that these attacks are happening what they're happening on, where, uh, why they're happening, and you know, fill those holes before they're ever even you know, breached. It feels like to me, and you can tell me if I'm wrong about this, but it feels like maybe a little while back, companies realized, okay, we need to be collecting data, we need to be storing it, and they had all these grand ideas of, okay, we, we got this data now, but had never really considered the security aspect of things, or even if they had, didn't really know the depth of the security that they needed to protect the data they were collecting. Have you found that to be true? Uh, yes. So the way like Google's model, Facebook's model, mm-hmm. you are the product. So they have all this data on you that they can then target you with ads. Um, and there wasn't, I mean, this is the early days of this. This is something that we've never seen before. Uh, this is a very new, you know, digital transformation that's happening. And there was, I mean, it was the wild west when these companies started up. And so they collected all this data. Um, they stored the data, but they never really got the implication of just how serious this data is. And if it leaks out and gets sold, I mean, credit card numbers, addresses, uh, political affiliation, religions, Google has all of this information. And when this leaks out, um, I mean, everything's public at that point. Yeah, it's kind of funny, as you mentioned those things, it's like, yeah, I remember selecting those items on Facebook, right? Yeah, like right. you could go through when you first built your profile and it's like, yeah, I'm this, I'm this, I'm this, I'm all these different things. Yeah. And now that's that's out there in the open. I don't know that we even as just consumers, human beings, people that visited those websites understood that at the time, right. that you were putting so much um, trust and faith in these companies to then protect that data for you. Right. I mean, what was Google's original motto was it was uh, don't be evil. <laughs> yeah. And I think they recently <laughs> removed that. <laughs> um, they changed, they changed their motto. Um, but, uh, I mean, yeah, it's very serious having all this data, uh, which is where things like GDPR come in. Uh, I mean, the EU realized like, Hey, this is a lot of data. This is a lot of breaches happening. Um, all of this is getting out there and there's no consequence for it other than, you know, maybe two days worth of public out- outcry until the next event occurs in the foreseeable future. I could see the U S implementing something very similar to GDPR. Mm-hmm. And in this case, companies are going to have to be much more serious about protecting that data and they're going to have a limited amount of time to announce to the public a breach that occurred and what they're doing to, um, you know, track down that data and try to keep it as secure as they can. And, I mean, fines can be imposed as well at that point. Uh, so 
the more we've moved further into this kind of a landscape, um, having network visibility, proper network security, and knowing every nook and cranny of your network and where that data is, where it's going, who has uh, access to it, it's becoming more and more important every day. So you're a digital marketing manager, but your background really is in this sort of thing, right? In, in network security, or at least being an, a computer engineer of some sort, right? Yes. So um, over 10 years, I was a you know web engineer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've spent the last five, you know, working for agencies and the last two at this at this company here. Um, but I have done a lot of IT work. Uh, actually, my my first foray into this sort of industry, uh, I started up my own little company out in uh, East Texas where, you know, I fixed computers, uh, built websites, designed some things. And I did a lot of um, installations and upgrades for Best Western. Um, so a lot of networking there. That was kind of my first uh, jump into this. And now that I'm here working for a network security company, my insight and knowledge of what exactly is happening in this world right now has just jumped tenfold. And the more I look into this, the more data that I'm seeing, the more trends, the scarier it is, honestly. Absolutely. And that, that kind of suits you really well to be able to talk about some of these issues and talk and kind of, I suppose, provide your insight into exactly what's happening. I think that that puts you in an ideal role. Um, and so let's talk about some of those trends and things that's happening right now. It feels like the, with more data collection and the more things that are, that are going on that um, networks have to be more capable. They have to be faster. They have to have more storage than ever and that sort of thing. How does that make network security even more challenging, the more that you up speeds and things like that. So the amount of data, um, just every second that is passing through these networks um, is unfathomable, honestly. Um, And so we're having to keep our products in development and just constantly working, how do we get more data through these these solutions of ours? Um, The latest one, we just announced this during Cisco Live this week. Mm -hmm. Um, It is a 9RU chassis. Um, so eight blades, but this thing can do up to 3.2 terabits per second of deduplication capacity. And that's a lot of data, Wow! Uh, moving very, very quickly. And so this tool can handle that. And basically it pulls the network traffic in. And then based on certain filters that you set, uh, you can say, you know, if it looks like it contains a social security number, pass it off to this tool for analysis, um, or really just pass it off to all of your security optimization tools. Uh, we, we partner with Symantec, Splunk, Tenable, ExtraHop, uh, Riverbed, to really make sure that we're compatible with those tools, everything's flowing smoothly and seamless, and you're getting all the visibility and security and analysis that you need in your network to prevent these types of attacks. You've mentioned visibility a couple of different times mm-hmm. now, and that might be maybe a term that some other people are, are unfamiliar with. Yeah. Or you mentioned that, uh, actually, this was an off-air conversation we had, but you mentioned a really notable example of um, a, a large-scale breach, and you said this could have all been prevented if this company had employed better network visibility. Explain a little bit more about what visibility is and maybe give us that example. Absolutely, so, yeah. Uh, you can kind of give us that context. So in its in its most base form, visibility um, is exactly what it says. So, I mean, the, the your network is kind of a dark, scary place. There's a lot of data moving around very quickly, and you have no idea exactly what's happening ever unless you have tools where you tap in here, you tap in there, and you take samples or you look at that data as it's passing through. So really, it's just really shedding a light and illuminating your network. Um, So you can have eyes on what is happening at the lowest levels. You can see these packets. You can look into these packets. You can, um, I mean, you can open them up and and based on what they say inside, you can pass that off somewhere else. We're a post, I mean, it's a post office kind of thing, um, except for a post office where you can read the mail. but uh, yeah, at its most base level, it really is just gaining that insight 
into the lowest level what's happening in your network. Um, and so a notable case of this is Marriott. In 2018, uh, last year, they found out that they had lost 500 million records of data, um, just massive data breach. And so that you know they employed some uh, some analysts to come in, some uh, engineers to really figure out what exactly happened. How did this data get out? How did we not know about this? And what they found is pretty alarming. Um, <laughs> the breach actually had occurred in 2014 and had been constant for four years. And with proper visibility, and if they had been passing it through these tools, um, like our on-premise solutions, our cloud solutions, our uh, virtualized like VM solutions, uh, everything we have that works together and works with these security and analysis tools, they would have noticed some sort of an abnormal pattern. Like, hey, that is a lot of data moving out of our network that contains passport numbers, addresses, credit card numbers. They would have seen that and been able to catch it before 500 million data records were released. That's an unfathomably large number to me, just how many records were, were taken just in, in that breach. That's absolutely insane. Now, I think some people would, they hear stories like this and they think, okay, bad guys are always just going to be one step ahead of good guys right. in these types of cases. But what you're explaining is actually making it sound like there were easily followable steps that Marriott could have taken to have avoided this in the first place and that other companies could do as well just to kind of make sure that they're promoting the kind of atmosphere that would allow for them to catch these things when, when they do occur. 100%, yeah. So having proper visibility, I mean, it's a, it's a prevention thing. Um, so, I mean, there's tools out there that can alert you without this sort of visibility, uh, but it's not complete. It's not a complete solution. Mm -hmm. I mean, you have to protect from when the data goes in, when the data goes out. Um, and you have to do this at a very high performance way um, and use tools that are going to help you do your job for you. Um, and proper, proper security really is just probably one of the most important things um, for a company today. So when we talk about security also, for, for a lot of companies, um, they might be starting small and thinking of security, but then they might grow into larger and larger companies and that sort, that sort of thing. So their security is going to have to be able to scale and grow along with them. Is that something that um, can be a challenge for companies? And is that something that maybe uh, somebody like you would know about and be able to kind of flag as an issue and say, hey, you have to have network security that's also flexible that can also grow along with your business? Right. Um, I mean, especially with everything moving to the cloud, um, that's a huge trend that's happening in the industry or really any industry. Mm -hmm. um, they're moving all of their, their applications to, you know, AWS, Azure, uh, Google cloud. And one of our tools is called IntelliCloud. Uh, right now it's for AWS and we're moving it later to uh, Azure and, and Google cloud. But, um, this thing theoretically has no limit to the number of cloud instances it can monitor. Uh, and then it connects in with our on-premise tools and our VM tools to give you a complete view of the total hybrid network. Um, and scalability is a huge issue. Um, it can get expensive having proper network visibility and security. So one of the benefits of our tools is say in the, our series 4,000 family, which is the, we just announced the new nine RU chassis. Um, you can buy the, uh, the three RU or the five RU chassis. And then later, if you need to upgrade, you purchase the nine RU chassis, pop those blades out of the three or the five and stick them right into the nine. Like they're just hot swappable, interchangeable, uh, everything from the fans to the power supplies to the blades. Um, I mean, most components in there are swappable on across the family. That doesn't happen just on accident. Like that's clearly a, a goal that you guys have when, when you created these, these things is that you wanted to be able to grow alongside companies. That seems like mm -hmm. it's an important value. Absolutely. And another important aspect of it is just a unified solution in general. 
Um, some of the other companies in this space, they'll if they find a hole in their, you know, the solutions they offer, they'll say, oh, you know, we'll acquire this company and we'll take their product and, you know, kind of shoehorn that in. So now we're covered. We have the whole solution. Uh, AppCon is a very homegrown company. Mm-hmm. Um, we're 25 years old, been in the U.S. the entire time. Our support team is here. We do manufacturing at our HQ with uh, zero e-waste. Um, and all of our solutions are built from the ground up to work with each other. Uh, so, I mean, you install, you, you grab a Series 4000 platform chassis, uh, you got your IntelliCloud, you have your IntelliTap VM for your virtualized machines, and all of these things talk to each other, and they all work seamlessly with each other. That's pretty incredible. Now, for somebody that's listening to this and thinking, okay, but I don't, I, I can't afford to spend two weeks getting all of this set up or, or something like that. Yeah. How long does it take for somebody to go, let's say, with zero network security mm-hmm. to something that, that you would recommend that would really protect against vulnerabilities? Our We have RSMs, uh, regional sales managers, and solutions engineers on hand um, all over the, the world, really. Uh, we're an international company. We sell in uh, a lot of countries, I think over 40. Um and uh, these guys will fly out. It's all part of the support we provide. We have some of the best support I've ever seen. Uh, I mean, it's all based in the U.S. And these guys will fly anywhere. They'll answer the phone any hour of the night. And they'll really, they'll come and they'll, they'll analyze your network for you. Um, they'll say, hey, you got holes here. You got holes there. Here's what we can do to fix that. And they can offer an entire solution um, in soup to nuts and get you set up and, and uh, covered. I think one of the things that that is really interesting about all of this is that people will feel like they totally don't understand kind of what you, it is that you do and how exactly to protect networks. So what does the conversation look like for somebody like you? That, let's say you might interact with with a potential client. How do you walk them through, here are the things that you need in a way that people understand if they don't understand too much about network security to begin with? You know, right. how, how do you have those conversations? I mean, a lot of things, um, I mean, we try to simplify it as much as possible. It's for their engineers and, you know, they're really technical people to dig in, get the details. How does this work with this? Yeah. Um, but really, we take a look at their industry and the kind of needs and requirements they have. Say, uh, PCI compliance for finance. Uh, we have all of our HIPAA laws for healthcare. Mm-hmm. Um, these are things that have to be in compliance all the time, every time. And so those are just the kinds of things we look at and we say, you know, as an example, it's like, okay, you are accepting credit card payments here. Um, so once that reaches your server where all of that's stored, you need to tap in and make sure that data isn't going anywhere. It doesn't need to go. Uh, make sure no one has access to that that shouldn't have access. And that's where our solutions really come in. Um, and just to really give you an eye in the sky um, to get a high level overview of everything that's happening with that data. And that's really how we pitch it. It's like, I mean, really... You just need to keep an eye on that. You need to look at it. You need to analyze it, optimize it. Um, and uh, that's where we fit in. Are more and more companies employing people that are, that, you know, on, on a full-time basis, look at their network and our network, you know, specialists, I suppose. And does that make your job a little easier? Because then there's somebody within that company that you can interact with on a, on a business level. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I mean, I honestly believe the job market for, IT specialists and security engineers. That area is growing. There's almost a shortage of hires. I mean, it's a it's a tough market right now to find people. Uh, they get snatched up as soon as they're on the market. So mm-hmm. um, it's becoming a larger and larger part of an organization's structure. Um, even to the point now that some companies are almost entirely managed by like a, like a CTO or a CISO. Um, I mean, there it's the central part of the organization. Everything relies on their applications, their servers, their mail, their phones, everything is running properly. 
um, and there's no breaches and there's no interruptions. I mean, an interruption in just email service can be costly sometimes. Yeah. Um, and so it's an extremely important aspect of most organizations today um, and crucial to cover and protect. This always strikes me as one of those things that might be an annoyance on the front end, like, oh, I got to protect my network and that sort of thing. But it can save you so much time, so much money, so much hassle down the road. So it's one of those you want to make sure you're buttoned up now so that you don't end up paying for it in the long run. Hindsight is 2020. Yeah. And all these, I mean, Marriott, for example, they looked back and who knows how much money they lost by losing that 500 million records. Um, and if that had been, you know, protected and seen and caught early on, um, I mean, they could have saved a lot of heartache. Absolutely. How do you see the market for this really evolving as we continue to go forward? I mean, as AI becomes a, a larger and larger deal mm. and just more data, more record, like we're not slowing down with this thing, right? No. Like it's only going to continue to increase. So how do you see the market continuing to evolve and change and grow? This is the age of machine learning, artificial intelligence. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, everything is going to have machine learning built into it. Netflix has it. They were one of the first ones to really utilize it. And here's what you'd like to watch based on what, you know, our AI has scanned and determined your patterns. And this is what you get. Sure. And more and more services are integrating this. Um, And the amount of data that a machine learning program can consume and then spit back out is astronomical. Um, It's just unfathomable how much data is moving. So that's, I mean, that's the trend is we need more power, um, more ports, more density, more visibility, more security all the time. And the more that we rely on technology, especially technology that's kind of automated and does its own thing, people take their eyes off of it. Um, they're like, okay, I mean, this this system's running. We're not getting any errors back. And they just kind of stop watching it and let it do its thing. So uh, having that visibility is more important than ever. Absolutely. just highlights the need for people that specialize in that, like what you do at AppCon and like mm-hmm. what... Uh, what you guys do on a regular basis. And so that's only going to increase and not really go away over the next, who knows how long. Absolutely not. I mean, this is, I honestly, but I believe it's an exponential problem that we're facing. Um, I mean, the attacks are 33 on average per day right now. Who knows what that's going to look like next year? Um, especially as, you know, the, the methods and attempts that hackers use. Because, I mean, we have AI and machine learning, so do they. Yeah. So, I mean, these attacks are going to get more and more sophisticated from, um, you know, entry attempts that can evolve themselves to stay undetected. So you really got to keep an eye on that traffic and look for any abnormal patterns. Keep an eye on what kind of data is leaving your network and where it's going. Absolutely. Well, that is Josh Walker. He's the digital marketing manager for AppCon. Josh, thank you so much for taking some time to talk to us today. Absolutely. Thank you for having me.